0: And I'm Kat, and you're listening to the seventh episode of Two, Two Book Bitches.
1: Bitches. Hello, everyone.
0: Yeah. Welcome Hi. back.
1: Yes. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Yeah, so we want to start off by thanking everyone yeah. who's been emailing us and tweeting at us and commenting on our TikToks. It's been so overwhelmingly awesome. Yeah, like
1: when we literally say like, oh, like we cry when we, we go, we be. Yeah. It's very sweet that people take the time out of their day to do that, so...
0: Also, the other person, someone else left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, which, that was super sweet. Again, amazing. Anyone who, like,
1: subscribed on Apple mm-hmm. or, like, followed us on Spotify, like, we literally love you because we thought we would be talking to, like, what, 10 people and our moms. Not even that. It's insane. So, we <laughs> really appreciate it. Also, oh, um, we asked that question about yes. the...
0: During our episode on Eclipse, yes. we asked a question to our American listeners about if they could explain what grad announcements were because we don't do that in Canada yeah so special shout out to Emily for emailing us
1: about it and explaining it to us yeah which and and again if you're Canadian you're listening so it's basically this like thing and you just send it out to literally your whole family and like it's kind of just a way to get like money from family yeah to kind of like start your adult
0: life so like here is our formal requests yep. to start a petition yep. to get grad announcements mm-hmm. started up in Canada because that would be awesome that would be so nice right like just get like, 000, like a thousand bucks like I would love you know
1: 20 bucks here and there from people if they yeah. want to help me start my right? adult life that'd be sick but yeah thank you Emily for uh clarifying that for us mm-hmm. um what else oh this is fun yes so we were all we always like said that when we got to like a certain amount of like subscribers or like followers on like Spotify and Apple we do like a little mini giveaway just to say like thank you um we didn't expect to reach it this so quickly soon. yeah but here
0: we are mm-hmm. so stay tuned to the end of this episode where we're going to be giving some details on our first giveaway yes in dedication to getting to 100 uh, subscribers on Apple. And then
1: obviously like followers on Spotify, but Mm -hmm. it's so exciting. So stay tuned. Stay tuned till the end.
0: But uh, if you're here, you know we're probably talking about... A Court of Mist and Fury. Yes. So just to start off by saying, this book is enormous and so much stuff happens in it. Mm -hmm. So we realized there was no way we can do this entire book in one episode. No. So we will be splitting it in the middle yeah and sorry but we chose a cliffhanger to end it off we really did yeah (laughs) so you're gonna have to tune in next week for the second half yes but um we should get started i guess yeah and and needless to say
1: spoiler alert obviously if you haven't read turn back now
0: or i mean if you like a good spoiler
1: keep listening yeah all right so we start off kind of where we left well three months three after. months
0: after the events of under Cor- the mountain of under the mountain yes yeah
1: so favorite again needless to say has massive PTSD mm-hmm. like massive for real like she does not sleep she's having like bad nightmares all the time and she's always throwing up
0: yeah. That's a, that's a, that's like a common theme in yeah. like Sarah J Mass's books. Yeah. Everyone's throwing up like all the time. All the time. Anytime, anything remotely
1: like inconvenient or, or like, like traumatizing
0: that. traumatizing, it's throwing up. Which is, I don't know, I guess maybe some people have that reaction. I, 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 I personally don't. Like no. when I'm so, super nervous or like super upset, I'm not like throwing up.
1: No, but Farah loves to throw up. Girl, that's, that's rough. Thanks. I feel you. You also learn that Reese hasn't
0: come to call in their bargain in 3 months cuz mm-hmm. remember they had that bargain that they made in a court of thorns and roses mm-hmm. where she would have to spend a week with him every month in exchange for him fixing her arm mm-hmm. but he hasn't called that in yet it's yeah. been 3 months and
1: she's kind of like hmm i wonder where he is she also like briefly mentions that she doesn't think reese is as evil as everyone says that he mm-hmm. is. She's like, there must be something good in him if he was willing to, like...
0: Let it go? Yeah. Like- she's
1: thinking maybe he'll never show up. Exactly. Um. So that's, like, her little inkling. And then you also learn that
0: Tamlin... He's also suffering some PTSD. Oh, and having, like, some bad nightmares and stuff as well. Yeah. But I think that's, like, the problem with their relationship is already starting now. Yeah. Because they're not talking to each other at no. all. They're not, like, comforting each other. They're no. not talking about their trauma with each other to help yeah. each other maybe get through it yeah they're very like they're suffering al- alone yeah they're they're kind of like
1: islands right now like yeah fair is like i'm not even sure if he notices that i leave the bed every night to go like, like throw up my yeah. guts like and when he has nightmares he actually like turns into like that like wolf beast kind of thing it's like and a yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and a bunch of animals. there's like a
1: weird picture of it
0: online i that it looks like a combination of like a wolf with like a with that weird antlers type deal. yeah, I, I Maybe don't, like some lion vibes. I don't know. I don't know. But he turns into that
1: beast and she's like, you know, the couple times I tried to comfort him, like it didn't work. The only thing that made him like calm was like sitting at the edge of the bed and like watching the door. So they're really just not vibing right now. No, Tamlin is being extremely overprotective, but like kind of cold at the same time. It's it's very weird. But um, yeah, like I think Feyre... In order for her to, like, get over kind of, like, what she's feeling, she feels like she needs, like, a sense of agency. Like, she wants to help with things. Mm -hmm. But Tamlin is, like, no.
0: Yeah. Because, like, there's all these, like, um, recovery efforts that are being made in, like, the villages in Mm -hmm. the spring court. And Mm -hmm. she kind of wants to help out with that. Yeah. And every time he, like, goes to another village to help, he says that she can't come.
1: Yeah. And he also constantly brings up the fact that things will be different when they're married because, surprise, they're engaged. They got engaged, like, two months ago. Two
0: months ago. Yeah.
1: And she fucking hates wedding planning. She hates it. Which I mean, it's stressful. (laughs) I feel you,
0: girl. (laughs) Yeah. And then you also find out that she hasn't been painting anymore. Yeah. She she doesn't touch painting at all. And I think it has something to
1: do with like specifically the color red. Like she can't see like red paint makes her think of blood. Mm -hmm. Or she has this really adverse reaction to the color red right now. And she just doesn't paint. Like she doesn't find happiness in anything anymore. Yeah. She feels just
0: constant guilt and then we're also introduced to a new character yes and her name is Ayanti, and she is super annoying so what she's a high priestess mm-hmm. and she's known tamlin since they were like young mm-hmm. and she's always around now and she basically like worships tamlin and pharah's relationship she thinks like they're the best yeah and she's basically doing everything for pharah and like planning their wedding mm-hmm. which i mean pharah is kind of okay with she's like yes please plan my wedding i'm not interested in she's it like a fancy wedding planner yes and so but she's always around and kind of like always in fair's business
1: always poking her nose into stuff yeah. and like giving her opinion on mm-hmm. shit that like she probably shouldn't she's just kind of irritating yes you also find out that the priestesses are kind of like on par with the high lords yeah it's so like there's seven high lords there's 12 priestesses like priestesses are also they're allowed to get married they're allowed to have children and yeah. usually their children are very powerful so you just kind of get the vibe that like I don't know. Ianti is clearly trying to move up the ladder. Yeah, like, she's kind I of
0: think. on a power trip and she kind of sees an opportunity yeah. to like maybe like befriend Farah and kind of work her way up from there, but Yeah.
1: You also find out that Ianti helped pick out her
0: wedding dress. Oh yeah, and the dress is super ugly. Oh
1: my god, it's It's like this
0: dress, I picture this dress as like big puffy sleeves. Yeah, like the the skirt is like this humongous cupcake type thing.
1: Which is like, I feel like not something that Feyre would ever step foot in. No, just like over the top in every way. Yeah, and Feyre even mentioned, she's like, yeah, when Tamlin saw it, he was kind of like, hmm, sure, but Ianthi says that like, this is the dress that will like put a good image out, blah, blah, I know fashion, and I'm like... do you though clearly you have not fucking cracked open a bridal magazine in like 20 years (laughs) nope yeah so find out her dress is hella ugly very upsetting oh there's a
0: there's a sex scene yes there is and there's a sex scene and it's pretty good I need like we need to talk about some of the words that she uses, though. Oh, my God. Okay, Because, yeah. like, I just can't with her. I mean, we've discussed the whole growling, purring thing. Which We're, comes up again. Yeah, it does come up again, but we've already been through that. We discussed that a lot in the last sex mm-hmm, scene from mm-hmm. the last book. Mm-hmm. But there are some new words. I mean, she might have said them in the previous sex scene, but I want to talk about them right now. Like, bundle of nerves. Yeah, she's always like, bundle of nerves at the apex of my thighs cool. and it's like just say
1: clit we know what you're talking about no like literally but maybe it's because it's like ya technically like you can't say yeah, but word it's clit. just
0: it's just like an anatomy word like a girl knows that's what that's called do boys know where that is I'm i don't kidding. think a lot of boys are reading yeah. this book <laughs> yeah
1: that's probably true,
0: actually. Um, yeah. Girl- Honestly, maybe they could learn a thing or two by reading some of these sex scenes. Perhaps.
1: You know how like girls are always like, God, I wish guys could read my mind and see what I want. Fellas, do yourself a pay- favor, pick up a couple YA novels. Honestly.
0: And just read some of the stuff in here. Another thing that she says is like clever fingers. Yes. And I'm like, why are they clever? How are fingers clever?
1: Because the fingers know where the bundle of nerves is. Maybe. That's why they're so smart. I don't know, they just know that on their own? Like I the guess brain so. is not directing them. Apparently. But just very interesting yeah. words that she uses. But if you notice, she doesn't use words like penis, dick. She doesn't say any of that. She always says like member, considerable length. She never says like vagina. Uh-huh. Yeah. She always uses some sort of like euphemism or like flowery language like he bur-
0: buried himself in me in me or like between my le- like we all know what yeah talking we about. all know what you're talking about but yeah sometimes i'm just kind of like yeah. why you gotta say I, it like i that? suppose it's like the why nature of the book though. i guess i'm I sure guess
1: if when we read crescent city there'll be we'll, cock and balls everywhere
0: maybe we'll let we'll, you know yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> but um what would you give this the spicy rating for okay this one How many spicy peppers? Here's my thing. Objectively, I would give it two
1: out of five spicy peppers because, like, it's not a bad scene. Yeah. I'm only giving it two out of five peppers, though, because the circumstances surrounding the sex is, like, Feyre feels like sex is the only time when she feels nothing inside.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she feels, like, okay. She feels okay, but she like feels... this is their way of communicating through yeah. sex. Almost Like, like they it's don't like their talk. Bo- yeah, but, like, they feel okay when they're having sex with each other. Like, it's that's
1: their coping mechanism. Which is, okay, fine, that's your coping mechanism, but I just find that a little sad that they can't, like, have a conversation. I know, so. like,
0: they're very bad with words, apparently. Two peppers for me. What See, about See, for me, objectively, two peppers, two mm-hmm. spicy peppers, but then when I think about it and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's Tamlin... And I know what happens, and I don't like Tamlin anymore. I know. So when I wrote this scene again, I was like, nah, that's nasty. Lisa, the bad taste in your yeah. mouth. <laughs> so, like, objectively, too, realistically, zero. Zero. Because it's Tamlin. Yes. And, like, ew. Agreed. Not if fair. you put, like, Reese in this scene, then maybe it'd be, like, mm. a I'm lot like, more. Can't wait till we get to Reese. But yes. But
1: anyways. Oh, and then, oh, the, the cherry on top of the sex scene is, like, she also they decide to have some pillow talk and her version of pillow talk is like hey um what are people gonna call me when we get married and he's like well like whatever you want to be called and she's like oh like high lady and he's like there's no such thing as a high lady and
0: i'm like his uh his sexism is showing right now i was like that's fucking annoying right
1: i was so irritated and then she brings up a good point she's like well what about the lady at the autumn court and she's just called lady and she's called lady of the autumn court not high lady and i'm like oh yeah my, you couldn't put fucking high in front of it and nope. just like so, no nope. high lords only take a consort it's kind of like the british monarchy you know because like you're like queen like you're king's consort you're not really your own
0: no if a king marries a, a woman mm-hmm. then the, that that's the queen okay i have a question but if the king if, the, if it's a queen king. marrying a guy yeah he is not called king exactly so it's like the reverse of the british monarchy
1: I guess. I guess. I don't know. Let us know if anyone's a royal because they Because if
0: the queen is the one who's the royal, they don't want a king usurping out, her. Exactly because okay. like a king is like considered outranked. yeah outranking the queen. Uh-huh. Stupid. So dumb. Like why aren't they just equals?
1: And if you want to know about our controversial monarchy opinions, let us know. Yeah. Or if you have any controversial <laughs> monarchy opinions, let us know. But Yeah. So that was annoying to me. I just yes, read no, in. totally annoying. I was like.
0: Okay, so you're telling me you're sexist. Basically is what the vibe of that I'm getting.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So, right. Remember she's been begging now to go to
0: villages. Mm -hmm. Lucian takes her to a village. Yes. But when she gets there, basically no one lets her help. No. She's always like offering her help. And they're like, oh no, Feyre, the curse breaker. Because that's what they're calling her now. Mm -hmm. They're like, we don't need you to help. Just like, do you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what? And she like kind of like reels on Lucian and she's like,
1: did you plan this from the start? Like, you knew this would happen. And he was kind of like, low-key, yes, I wanted you to see that, like, your offers to help are noble, but they're unwarranted. No one actually wants your help. And here's where I start getting annoyed with Lucian. Lucian's not being a very good friend right now to Feyre, because they went through some shit together under the mountain. And, like, he's basically being Tamlin's bitch. He's very much like, we need order. I have to follow what Tamlin says. It's the only way to like present a united front and i'm like lucian just throw her a fucking bone like please that's my gripe
0: beginning with lucian as well and then you also find out that the tight tight tithe is coming yes. soon and that's basically this thing that happens twice a year where people come and pay taxes yes. to tamlin the okay. high lord of the spring court yeah, it's basically like fancy taxes and it's yeah. not
1: always money it's like sometimes they'll it bring could be like, like chickens <laughs> we love chickens or like a basket of fish yeah I like think it can literally be
0: anything it has to just be like of equal value to like the sum that you owe yeah but that's happening soon so keep that in the back of your mind so yes that's, but it's happening finally fair's wedding is today yes it's, it's the day of her it's, wedding it's the day and um the
1: ugly wedding and, dress yes
0: she's wearing it And then you kind of get this, like, little inner monologue while she's walking down the line, the the aisle, and everyone's looking at her. Right. And in her mind, she's starting to have a panic attack. Right. She's like, oh, my God, I don't think I can go through with this. Yeah. Someone save me. She's, like, literally screaming in her head. Yeah. Someone, literally, please, someone save me. And this is not, like...
1: You know, like when you're a blushing bride, you're a little nervous. No, this like, this, this is
0: full on like, this I cannot do this. Yeah, this isn't cold feet. This yeah. is kind of like, I don't want to marry this person. Yeah. Oh, also I think something that triggers her panic attack
1: is the red rose petals on the floor. Because mm. she explicitly said to Ianthe that she doesn't want any red anywhere. And there are red rose petals strewn across the floor, which I think like, again, like really kickstarts her panic attack. So yes, she's screaming in her head.
0: She's screaming in her head, please someone save me. And then someone out of nowhere appears to save her. And who is it? And who is it? Our favorite
1: person. Reese. It's Reese. Our hot boy Reese. Hot fire night boy Reese. Love him.
0: And basically he's like, all right, I'm here to call in my bargain truly what
1: immaculate timing right he just like came in and apparently like when he came in it sounded like fucking thunder crashing Mm -hmm. people are like losing their shit ianthe like runs away
0: yeah we don't know why yeah so
1: when i first read this i was like i'm so confused why is she running she literally like
0: immediately runs away but then you
1: kind of find out why later
0: yeah so he calls on the bargain and tamlin like doesn't even try to stop it he's kind of like okay yeah Bye.
1: like he's obviously upset but there's not really much a fake can do to break a bargain mm-hmm. so he's like all right
0: well take it easy see you in a week so Reese takes her for a week and he brings her to the night court yes
1: and she thinks that like it's going to be like under the mountain like she's panicking a little mm-hmm. bit but then when she gets there it's actually beautiful and she's well. Like, he's.
0: I think she's at the top of like a mountain yeah
1: like in his residence above the court of nightmares yes and she's like oh, this is not what Mm. I expected it to look like. And he's kind of like, yeah, like, this is my residence. And, like, the court of nightmares is my, like, job, if you will. Um, Yeah,
0: and then he kind of says, he's like, I heard you begging. And she's like,
1: question mark, question mark, question mark. And
0: then he also says your dress is ugly.
1: Yes, he was like, take off that fucking, like, dress. Like, he literally thinks she looks ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. then he basically kind of, like, calls her out a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's like does Tamlin know you have nightmares? Does he know you throw up? Does he know you can't look at certain colors? Like, does he know all these things? And she's like, how do you know all these things? And you find, and he basically is like, I can feel you through. Like that bargain bond. The bond, the bargain bond. And he's like, I know what's in your head. Like, Mm -hmm. I know what you're thinking. I know when you're panicking.
0: Yeah. And then she's getting really mad right now. He's like saying all this stuff to her. Yes, And I love this part. She takes off her shoes and she just like throws them at his head. And when this happened, I was like, Chef it is,
1: i love this it is just so funny like literally this girl's immediate reaction is to pick off her shoes and throw it at him
0: yeah i love that
1: i love that too i hope i have an opportunity one day to throw my shoe at someone <laughs> <laughs> i hope it never comes to that <laughs> you just get so mad you're like fuck it i'm gonna take off my shoe and throw it um oh the next day she like joins him for breakfast mm-hmm. and like he kind of explains to her a little more like the bond is like a mental bridge, like anything you feel or anything you think, like as long as you're not like completely shutting down, like I can feel it too. And then he lets her know that he, for this week, her job is to learn how to read because it takes
0: just a week, right? Apparently. Apparently.
1: And, like, I guess, like, she has all that foundational knowledge. Like, I think when they do eventually try and learn, she's like, why are you trying to teach me the alphabet? I'm not that stupid. And he's like, okay, relax. He's like, I "I just
0: want to see how much you know.
1: Yeah. So he wants to teach her how to read. Oh, and he also brings up a really interesting point. He was like, have you ever tested your high fae powers? And she's like, what?
0: Yeah, because he thinks that since all the high lords gave them, like, a part of their magic to resurrect her, Mm -hmm. that they must have given Them some of her their powers as well. Yeah. So he thinks that she must have like maybe a power from each High Lord. Mm -hmm. But she's like never tested it, so she doesn't think that she has any powers. Yeah. And like basically, Tamlin, like
1: you can just see how controlling Tamlin is, and he like makes a point where he's like, Tamlin isn't your keeper. Like, you can be a pawn, you can be his reward, but at the end of the day, like It's your choice. Like you can master the powers that we gave you. You can be your own person. So he's very much like trying to push her into like Mm -hmm. making her own decisions instead of being like this like trophy wife
0: basically. And then someone else comes into the scene. Yes. We meet more for the first time. Yes. Her full name is Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. And she is Reese's quote unquote cousin. Loose. Loose term cousin. Yeah. And she's like this so excited to meet Faira and she like automatically like is in love with Feyre and mm-hmm. wants to be her BFF and like hang out with Faira all the time. Mm-hmm. And Feyre kind of like overwhelmed by that. She's like, I don't know you. Yeah. Literally like Mora's is like so
1: ready to be her friend and Feyre is like,
0: please calm down. Yeah.
1: Well, cause Mora's is kind of like giving off like golden retriever energy right now, which I think is like very overwhelming.
0: Yeah. And then this is a funny part too, because oh, yeah. this is when Faira's like reading lessons start mm-hmm. and he gives her like this scent the first sentence for her to read and she's like sounding it out she's having trouble saying it and then she finally figures out what it says and this he wants her to read this sentence that says you look absolutely delicious today Farah. yes and I was like that's hilarious
1: and it's because in particular she's wearing the night court clothing mm-hmm. which she actually kind of likes yeah because like it's pants right mm-hmm and she's made to wear like all these gowns in the spring court and she's like I can actually run in this so which is cute i feel like the nightcore clothes would be really cute i think they're very like on trend like chic you know like, and like yeah. but also slightly like more revealing which is totally great like i'm i'm into it Why not? it yeah it's always like midriff showing and like we love a good mm-hmm. crop top
0: and then he's also getting her to practice shielding her mind cuz he can he tells her that like anyone who has my type of power Can enter your mind really easily. Yeah. And so people who know that my power exists train themselves, like, build a mental shield so that I can't get into their brain and, like, know what they're thinking. Yeah. So he's, like, teaching her how to build this mental shield so she can protect herself from other people with his power, Mm -hmm. which is called called, diamati or something. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: And the way she describes his power is, like, almost like fingers in her brain, kind of, like, brushing against her mental wall. Mm-hmm. It's all very oddly sexual, mm-hmm. but I digress. Um, he also, like, deadass tells her, he's like, honestly, the spring court coddles you. Sorry. And she, because, In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. Because he's kind of, like, putting her through the ringer, and she's, like, not used to it. And he's like, the spring court coddles He's you. just
0: not, she's not used to people actually, like, telling her things. Yes. And, like, talking to her. Yes. And telling her. You know, oh, you actually don't look healthy right or now. Like,
1: hey, you know, you have powers, and it would be really beneficial if you knew how to use them. Yeah, like he's giving her a lot of agency right now. But I will admit, like, it must be so overwhelming for her because like, she's not used
0: to it, right? Exactly. But she also must, you know, m- must be refreshing for her. Yeah, definitely.
1: And she ends up being like pretty good at her lessons.
0: Yeah, like she's p- pretty good at building that mental shield. Yeah. She's like picking up learning really quickly. Yeah. You also or reading find out really that, quickly. Like,
1: yes, you also find out that Reese hate um. Hates Ianthi. Yeah, we don't know why yet. Yeah. But he he doesn't like her. He just doesn't like her. And then he drops this bomb on Feyre and he tells her that a war is coming.
0: Yeah, and her immediate reaction is that he's the one who's starting the war. She's like, oh, no, please don't invade. You know, the humans, you know. They they won't be able to, like, defend themselves. Exactly. And he's like, relax. It's not me who's starting the the war. It's the king of Hibern. Mm Mm-hmm. Who wants to take over all the human lands, mm-hmm. which are south of the wall? Yeah, because
1: remember in the war, like he wanted the humans to like mm-hmm. remain slaves and kind of like lesser than the fae people. Yeah, and there are some, and like Reese mentions, like there are some fae in prithian that may actually still support the King mm-hmm. of Hybern And Reese is kind of like, listen, I need you for two things. I need you because I need to see if Tamlin. Is on our side, like the good side, because I think the Spring Court has a history of
0: yeah. Because Tamlin's father fought on the the on Highburn's side last time mm-hmm. during the first war. Yes,
1: and he also needs her because of her tracking skills. And he kind of alludes to the fact that it's like because she has droplets of power from all the High Lords, she may be able to detect important yeah things, things
0: that belong that have like their
1: their, stamp their on mark it. their mark so, yeah. yeah. So that's like a little yeah.
0: tidbit. And then he also kind of drops that little tidbit of information that's like, you know, there actually can be high lords, a uh, high lady, sorry. And, he and she's like, what do you mean? I thought there can't be any high ladies. Mm-hmm.
1: And again, he reams her out and he's like, literally, you will not be content being a trophy wife. Like, mm-hmm. please, like, get it into your brain. Like, work with me. Use your powers. Be your own person. And then he lets her sit with that because she does not see him for the rest of the week. And he teaches her to read by um, leaving her these notes.
0: Yeah, I think he wants he wants her to, like, write it out a bunch of times. Yes. And it's, like, these three sentences. And it's basically, basically say, like, Rysand is the most handsome high lord. Yeah. Rysand is the most delightful high lord. Rysand is the most cunning high lord. And she's, like. And she just has to, like, write that over, like, over and over again. Yeah.
1: And she's, like, you're literally so fucking obnoxious. Like, I can't deal with you. But, like, ooh, hot. I love it.
0: Like I get a little I love tingle. It.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she so near the end of the week, she overhears Moore tell Reese that there was an attack at a priestess temple. Mm-hmm. And you hear like some other characters mentioned you hear Cassian
0: and Azriel who think that it was like rogue Illyrian war bands that attacked this temple. Yeah. Again this is all like stuff she has no idea what, what any of it so means. They're, yeah they're just saying words and she's yeah. like I, I
1: don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about right now.
0: Um. And then Reese brings her back home. Yes. And when she gets back home Tamlin has like trashed the house. Yes. Because keep in mind that like She was supposed to get married. Yes. And, you know, during their wedding ceremony, she just got, like, abducted by Reese. Mm -hmm. And now she comes back and, like, what's going to happen? Are they going to get married now? Like, like... Part of me gets it like I try
1: and put myself in his shoes being like okay like his bride was literally Mm -hmm. snatched up mid wedding ceremony but then the other part of me is like dude you really had to trash half your house like because you're not going to be the one
0: cleaning it. He just has some serious anger management issues Mm -hmm. like he needs to work through that. He, He definitely does they
1: need to work through some of their traumas. Also, like, instead of being like, oh, my God, baby, I missed you, like, blah, blah, Yeah, they they
0: immediately, like, are interrogating her. They're like, tell us everything you saw. Mm -hmm. Like, what does his court look like? Yeah. Where is his war – did you see his war room? Mm -hmm. Like, like, they're literally just trying to get all this information from her. And she's like, bro, I have nothing to tell you. Yeah.
1: And she also, like, mentions about, like, the fact that Reese thinks there's a war coming. And she's like, you know, maybe I should start training.
0: Yeah, because Reese told her that – he thinks she has powers. Mm -hmm. So when she brings it up for Tamlin, Tamlin kind of says like, like he kind of also suspected that she would have powers Mm -hmm. too, but didn't say anything to her. No. And he says that it's
1: too risky to train her and that there is no war coming. And Mm -hmm. he's like, don't worry, I can protect you. And even
0: Lucian kind of takes... Yes. Uh, Fira's side for a split second. Oh, literal. Hot He's second. like, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to train her, like, you know, so that she could defend herself. And then Tatlin's like, shut the fuck up. And then re- and then Lucian's like, okay, well, yeah. And that's the end of that conversation,
1: literally. Which is, I think, the core issue of their relationship. There's never anything up for debate. No,
0: there's no like compromise. It's kind of like his way or the highway, and my that's way it. or the highway. Have you seen those TikToks? Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but then. Oh, Tess, yes, the tithe. The tithe happens. And basically, this is when people are bringing all their random ass payments. Yeah. And so, like, Tamlin has to, like, preside over it and was, like, sitting down while they all bring their stuff. It's just so, like, pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Like,
1: he's sitting in this room and people are, like, here, hi lord. And apparently, like, okay. So the way the tithe works is if you can't pay up the tithe that day, you have three days to make a payment. And mm-hmm. if you miss that payment, if you miss it the next time again, the next month, there are, like, severe consequences. Yeah. To the point where you get hunted down by the high lord under the blessing of the priestesses who've given you hunting rights. So it's essentially, insane. it's just bad. It's just crazy. Yeah. So
0: she has, so like, Feyre is, like, watching Tamlin go through this tithe. Mm-hmm. And then there's these this water rite that comes up. Mm-hmm. And who says that she can't pay? Because there's no fish in their lake. Like they literally have nothing. Yeah. So and Tamlin, Tamlin is like Tamlin gives her that like warning. You have three days to pay, or else mm-hmm. you know that payment gets added on to next next month next tithe, tithe or whatever. I think it only happens like twice a year. Yeah. Um. And so once this whole thing ends, once the tithe finally ends, Fira is kind of like what's wrong with you? Yeah, like I don't understand what's happening and like like, why do we need all this stuff like we're super rich? Yeah, like why do we need a bag of, uh, like why do we need a basket of
1: fish? Like it makes no sense. Why do we need chicken?
0: We Uh, can catch our own chicken.
1: Clearly she's great with chicken (laughs) but she's just like, confused and Mm -hmm. he's like well this is just the way it is yeah and if I start making concessions for her I have to do it for everyone else and then she Feyre puts up a good point she's like these people are starving why don't we help them why don't we make sure that there can be fish back in her lake and Tamlin's like oh if you give everyone handouts they won't know how to fend for themselves and I'm like oh my fucking Tamlin
0: you suck but anyways Feyre sees the the water rice like leaving yeah and she kind of gives her like a shit ton of jewelry. Yes. She, like, she, like, gives her, like, her necklace and everything. She takes it off,
1: like, a bracelet. Yeah. Like, and she's like-,
0: like, here, use this to pay the tithe. the tithe. And then then the water writhe was like, I will never forget, like, this kindness. Yes. And that comes to play later. Yes. But then when Tamlin finds out that Feyre gave the water writhe all this, her jewelry, he gets so pissed off. Mm-hmm. And... Fear is basically, like, get over yourself.
1: Yeah, like, she literally leaves, and she's basically, like, go fuck yourself. Like, get get over yourself, you high lord pompous ass. And she, like, leaves. So he finds her mm-hmm. after. To and, apologize. And he immediately apologizes. He's, like, begging her, like, please, blah, blah, blah.
0: Like, though, his apology is sincere. He's, like, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from to want to help people. And then he, even she's, like, I understand that we can't give people a handout, blah, blah, blah. So they're kind of... Seems fine. And that's the For thing, a second, like, I feel like his apologies are always like from a good place. Like he knows what he does. His is apologies wrong. are like sincere and they make sense. Like he knows what he did wrong, but then he doesn't do anything to change himself. Yeah, he doesn't follow through. So like, is it really sincere? Like you're apologizing. They're empty. Yeah, it's They're like empty you're not going to do anything about it anyways. So
1: in his eyes he's apologizing saying like I'll try and be better like I understand where you're coming from and he gives her a traveling paint set mm-hmm. and in his mind he's like oh I thought you might like to use this and start painting again and and to me this is like this guy's trying to literally put a band-aid on a broken bone he doesn't see what's wrong with her yeah he's like or oh, he's ignoring it yeah he's like oh maybe she's bored like blah 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 blah. and Feyre literally kind of explodes at him she's yeah. like i am drowning
0: do you not understand that like and at that he literally loses it like and by loses it he like goes into beast mode and like tries and like breaks everything he like breaks that new paint set that he got mm-hmm. her he like wrecks the room that they're in i yeah. think they're in like the library or something i don't know yeah but he literally goes like crazy Berserk. and then something kind of weird happens she Puts, like, an invisible air shield around her. Yeah, like a wind or whatever. Which is clearly one of the powers that she has that she's never... Manifesting. Yeah, which she's never known she's had before. And then Tamlin immediately starts to, like, beg for forgiveness. Again. Because he's, like, I overreacted. And then he goes, I'll be better, I'll be better. And I'm, like, sure you will be. Sure, Jan. Like, you're just a bunch of talk and
1: no action. To his credit, he let her go around with fewer guards now, which I again I think is like a very small concession on his mm-hmm. part. Like, he probably could have made some bigger changes, but whatever. But, but not to worry, Reese is back, yeah. And he like pops in and he pops in in kind of like a private moment, like in their like bed, the hallway of their like bedroom. He walks
0: in and like they're like sleeping or something, and everyone's like, Room, yeah, and then. Tamlin gets, like, super mad, and he's, like, literally, like, I'll give you whatever you want to end this bargain, and Reese just, like, hair flip goes, I have everything I want,
1: and he poofs out of existence with Gaera, uh, exactly, and um, so they get back to, like, his house or whatever, and Reese is, like, w- he's worried about her, he's, like, have you seen yourself, like, you're mm-hmm. losing weight, you don't eat, you don't sleep, like, I, like, I don't know how to help you anymore, and Reese is, like, did you think about my, like, My question, like, are you going to help me with, like, this coming war? Are you going to train? Whatever. And she is currently refusing. Mm -hmm. And then after she refuses, he kind of, like, leaves her until the end of the week. And basically all she does is practice reading and, like, her mental shields and stuff. And then when he gets back at the end of the week and, like, to bring her back, he's basically, like, how can Tamlin not notice that you're a ghost? Like, you're a shell of your former Mm -hmm. self. Like, does he not notice or does he not care? And he basically goads her into being so pissed off that she's like raging at him and he is kind of happy about that that he that she's feeling something even if it is rage she, he's happy that like there's something inside of her sparking because i think at one point he mentioned that like sometimes he gets scared because the bond feels like empty like she's not feeling at all
0: mm-hmm. and he's like are you dead
1: you he, literally he's like he's extremely worried about here he's like i don't know what happened you you're like a shell of you're a shell of a person, like, mm-hmm. let me help you. And he um, he does bring her back to Tamlin, and uh, guards are back in full force. So. Yeah, so
0: that little moment of, you know, progress, right back to square run. Literally
1: so Yeah, so,
0: like, Thera at this point is, like, locked in the house. And, Essentially, yeah, yeah. And, like, Lucian is even saying that he'll, you know, agree to try to convince Tamlin to train Thera since her, po- her powers are slowly coming out. Yeah. Like, you saw that invisible shield she made. But, like, even Nyanthi is on Tamlin's side because, like, she makes this point where, like, well, you know, if all the high lords find out that Feyre has some of their powers, they'll either want them for themselves so that they could breed, you know, even more powerful children. Yeah. Or they'll want to kill her so that they can get that part of their magic back. Exactly. So So Tamlin's like, oh my gosh, you're right. We need to protect Feyre even more.
1: And, like, this annoys me that, like, Ianthi is basically, like, his number one girl. And I think Feyre even makes a comment at one point saying that, like, Ianthi and, Re- uh, and Tamlin looked more like mates.
0: Yeah, like, they look like a better couple than me and yeah, him did. which I'm like, fucking yeah. go for but it. But then Tamlin goes... He's, like, going on a trip to, like, the western border because I think that something popped up there and it's, yeah. like, sussy. They've been so. trying to,
1: like, clean up the Spring Court land.
0: Basically. Yeah, so he he's gonna go there and she's literally like begging him she's like please Fair, yeah. take me with you I want to do something in this house I'm dying yeah she's like please take me with you and Tamlin literally just walks away and be like no and then he puts like a whole shield around the house basically locking Feyre inside like other people could enter and leave but she can't like she's trapped
1: yeah and like trapped to like she cannot she's literally
0: trapped and then she starts like panicking and literally having like you know she's almost like claustrophobic moment and she's like having a panic attack and then like you know she basically explodes in like this shield of darkness yeah like Like, she's wrapping herself herself around in darkness darkness, which is another power she has Mm -hmm. and then more basically comes to free her. Yeah. Because, like,
1: like, I think at this point, when the darkness is wrapped around her, she's also like destroying stuff that's around her, mm-hmm. but she's not noticing. And then all of a sudden, someone comes in and Alice, who remembers kind of like her lady so, in yeah. waiting kind of thing, Alice says to this person who comes right Take care to her, like, of her. Take care of her. So then she realizes it's more, and more keeps saying to her over and over again, You're free, you're free, you're free. And more brings it to Reese. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, this is chapter 12. I was so upset reading this chapter because, like, Farah, all she wanted was, like, freedom. Like, that's all she wanted. She just wanted to be considered, like, a person who could take care of herself. And he locks her in the house. And it's just awful. Like This is, me, like,
0: low point Tamlin.
1: It, it is like
0: it's not his lowest point he gets a little bit lower later mm -hmm. but this is like a low point this is such
1: a low point and it broke my heart because for me like if I was in this situation that would probably be like the biggest blow you could give me like locking me in a house like that taking away the freedom that you Mm -hmm. have as a person as it as an individual so he's like treating
0: her like an object and not a person essentially
1: and I get that it comes from a place of him wanting to protect her but it's coming out in such a toxic way
0: Toxic, obsessive, overprotective. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, a bunch of bad things. Like, for me,
1: I would have rather him been, like, hey, you have all these powers and stuff, and, like, yeah, okay, we might get into some shit, but, like, if we're going to get into some shit, I want you to be able to defend yourself. But that's yourself.
0: the thing, too. It's, like, God forbid, you know, you get injured yourself or you there's a moment where you can't protect her by not training her you're not giving her tools to be able to ever protect herself no
1: you're not you're essentially saying I will be available to you 24 7 to protect you and if I'm not I don't know tough cookies I guess it is yeah which I hate so it's so annoying but anyways more deposits her with Reese and Reese mentions that by sending more they did everything Everything by by the the book book.
0: because technically like she's I hate saying
1: this but she's tamlin's property yes yeah, so she's part of tamlin's court and tamlin yeah bride. so tamlin
0: has like claim on her mm-hmm. so if another high lord like steals your bride if you will they mm-hmm. can start a war with you essentially to yeah. get to get them back yeah so he's like by doing this we did everything by the book so he can't like come for me for taking you essentially yes
1: so he like takes her back to where they usually go. And he's like, you can stay as long as you want. And he tells her to go and rest because he's leaving for a few days. And she's like, oh, no, please don't leave me. She's
0: like, take me with you. I don't care where you're going. I need she's to like, come. I cannot take
1: it anymore. I don't want to sleep. Take me with you. And he basically swears. He's like, listen, where I'm about to take you, you cannot, like, you have to swear on your life that you will never breathe breathe a word of this place to anyone. And she's like, mm. I promise. And he takes her to Valaris
0: which is this beautiful city which is actually where he lives and I find it so funny because when you get to their his house he lives in like a townhouse yeah like such a casual it's not like this huge ass estate. manor or a state where all these other high lords live in he literally lives in a town ta- a townhouse yep and it's his preferred residence yeah he's like this is where I choose to live so they're
1: at his like family home in the townhouse mm-hmm. and like they're inside and like people are knocking at the door and she hears like two male voices and a strange female voice and Reese is like and they're annoyed at Reese because he like locked the door Mm -hmm. and Reese is like listen you better go upstairs and like take a break because when the people come like it's just gonna be all, all hell's gonna break loose it's gonna be a shit show maybe you should go and rest so the two the two women who helped her under the mountain are also the two women who are helping her now in Reese's court and their names are Nuala and Sarah Dwen,
0: Oh my god. Sarah Dwen? I don't know. Sarah. Like, sorry for butchering. Sarah J. Mass. Why the fuck
1: did you put a pronunciation guide in this book? Honestly,
0: like there was way more names in this one. So many more.
1: And those two women basically tells her that those people that she's hearing downstairs are Reese's inner circle. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh's wondering, she's like, wow, Reese likes to keep things really casual because these inner circle people are basically like talking shit to Reese. And she's like, this is so weird. And she wonders um, how she kept this how he kept the city a secret Mm -hmm. because it's like basically the stunning city and it's not been breached in In 5,000 years um and then they go to he tells her about his other home there's another
0: residence that he has in Valeris called the house of wind Mm -hmm. which is like not his preferred residence it's more where he meets people who are like important people yeah like, like his
1: inner circle he meets his inner like,
0: circle there and he'll have meetings there with the people with the people of Valaris, like stuff like that because you so, can only
1: get there by either flying or winnowing
0: which is like no you have to walk up the stairs oh you can't even winnow that's no, right. there's, there's there's stairs there's, or uh, you fly you stay stairs or you fly because i think that it has like oh wards around it to prevent people from winnowing in
1: and winnowing is kind of like teleporting in kind yeah. of
0: like even his house only him and more can winnow into the townhouse right 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 everyone else has to like get yeah. there in a normal way yeah he um but yeah so he basically she's still wondering like how he's kept it like uh, how Reese has kept this city a secret and he basically like says that he's made many sacrifices in his life mm-hmm. to keep this place hidden yes because it's it's like this place with like it's full of life has all these beautiful shops like, and stuff children are and laughing. it looks like it's never been touched yeah. like no one's ever attacked this city ever yeah
1: and Farrah kind of gets like low-key mad because mm-hmm. she's like how the fuck did everyone else in this land suffer like they did under Amarantha and this place is like happy and blissful like how dare they and Reese is basically like, slow your roll these people are blameless mm-hmm. like I-, I was the one who ensured this? You just you yeah. don't really know how at this point.
0: Yeah, and then he also like he's he's gonna take Feyre to meet his inner circle at yes. the House of Wind. Mm-hmm. So before he does that, he kind of gives her a little like rundown um, rundown of everyone who's kind of a part of his uh inner circle. So there's Amran and he, she is his second in command. Yes, and she's, she's like, like oh, this, a woman, right? And Reese. yeah. Basically, she's this really powerful, per like creature that's not of this world. Yes. Like, she's trapped in a fae body, so she looks like she's high fae. But she's not. But she's not, really. And they don't
1: really know what she is. No, they don't. They know don't. where she came no. from. She's, like,
0: super old. They she's been know. around forever. Yeah. Um, His third is more. Yes, which is his, quote-unquote, cousin. Yes,
1: and then there's uh, the other two um, male Cassian voices. Cassian
0: and Azrael.
1: Azrael. Um, They also talk about how, like, Feyre can go into people's minds, mm-hmm. and he... he tells her that he flat out suspects that the dimati powers are from him
0: yeah because she got specific powers from each high lord Lord. yeah so she probably got that power from him since he can do it yeah but then he's like this is when he tells her he's like he said we're going to the house of wind Mm -hmm. but we only can we can only walk there up the stairs which are bajillion stairs or we can fly because we can't win them." and she's like what do you mean we can fly and he's like yeah we're gonna fly and she's like you're not flying me up there and he's like, "Don't worry, I won't ruin your
1: hair." <laughs> like
0: he makes like, like you so better common. not drop me. Yes. Essentially,
1: um, and then he he, f- he before he while they're doing this, he like also promises like, "Hey, if meeting everyone is too much, like don't worry, like you can bail; it's not a problem." Mm-hmm. And then while they're flying, he tells her that his mom was Illyrian. Yes,
0: so he's half Illyrian, half, half high, high fae. Because the Illyrians are like this this other part these other people of the night court mm-hmm. who have wings. Yes. And they don't even have, you know how all the high fae have like pointy ears? Mm-hmm. The Illyrians don't. Mm-hmm. They have like, they look more human if anything. Yeah. But they have wings.
1: And they're kind of like, they're not considered high fae, but they're not considered lesser fae. They're the like they a they're weird just, in between. Yeah. So it's kind of like Reese is like, they call him a half breed basically. Yeah. Like he's a high Lord, but he's not truly high fae, which mm-hmm. is like an interesting little point. Um, also, like, while they're doing this, they, like, play this, like, I guess it's not a game. They
0: But they do this a lot. They have, yeah. like, this thing where, like, a thought for a thought. Yeah. They do that a lot throughout the Which series. Which like, cute.
1: Yeah, love and it. And it'll get them in a lot of trouble later. Or a lot of good trouble later. But they do this thing, like, thought for a thought. And he, like, tells her um, some stuff. And then she basically tells him that she thinks that maybe she loved Tamlin out of circumstance mm-hmm. and like he was the first person to ever show her kindness and maybe that's why um she loved him and that maybe he doesn't realize that like yeah. the person she is now was not the person she was yeah. then and, and he, he ends off being like all right well I still owe you two thoughts yeah
0: because his thoughts are things like you know I never thought I would see Valaris again yeah I thought I was gonna die under the mountain yeah stuff like that right yeah. so
1: so they owe each other some thoughts, and I love this little game they play. Yeah,
0: and then she finally gets to meet these two male voices, Cassian <laughs> and Azrael, and she finds out what their roles are in his inner circle. Yeah. So Cassian is the like army. the army. He's like the army commander. He's yeah. Because like, he has an army of Illyrian soldiers, and which, he's like
1: apparently like literally the strongest. He's one of the
0: best. Yeah, he's like the best he's ar- like, like, like soldier.
1: He's also really like he. Okay, you know what? He kind of gives me Emmett vibes, like that kind of jokey brother mm-hmm.
0: kind of thing. And then you have. Azriel, who is the spy master, mm-hmm. so he does a lot of like sleuthing behind the scenes. Because apparently
1: he can literally hear and see things that other people can't. Like it's also a special power that, He like, has like
0: a of... weird like shadowy powder yeah. power.
1: It's kind of like the Dimati power, like it's highly sought after. And um so those are the two boys and He men. calls them his
0: brothers. Yeah, which is even though they're not his real brothers, no,
1: but they were basically raised together. yes You officially meet Amron, mm-hmm. who again like not actually a real fae like amarin does this thing when she meets Feyre and goes we who were born something else and Feyre is like this woman is fucking terrifying like she immediately gets the vibe that like inside of this like tiny little fae there is like an immense amount of terrifying power and she's right
0: yes yeah but like it's his inner circle is, like, super casual, and everyone's, like, super funny and sassy to each like other, which all, I love.
1: They're always, like, ripping
0: on other yeah. which yeah. is the best. Like, it's not, like – it's, it's so different from, like, Tamlin's court, yeah. where everyone is, like t- like – you walking know, on eggshells around Exactly. Tamlin. They're like, well, we can't say anything to him. He'll like kill us.
1: Like, everyone's like, Reese, you're a fucking yeah. idiot. And it's, and, or, it's, like,
0: and it's refreshing because like they're not afraid to call Reese on his shit. Yes. Whereas Tamlin, they're like, God forbid he, you upset him. Yeah. He'll go beast mode and kill you. And she realizes like
1: Reese, he also takes like everyone's advice. Like, he listens to what people have to say and he's like, okay, like I hear what you're saying, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just like kind of refreshing.
0: And then basically during this meeting with them, it's a bunch of like, Info. Information Dom. dumping. Yes, like you learn that all the like Azril and Cassian wear these things called syphons, which like help control their immense because they have power. so much power that they need. They need to harness it through these. Also, did we mention gems. that they're
1: really hot?
0: I mean, they are really
1: hot. I just wanna, I just wanna put that out there officially that like Cassian. I don't really
0: Asriel. think that she has un, like unattractive characters though.
1: I know. Like, where are all the normal-looking? Nowhere. But no, Cassie and, like, and Azriel are
0: All the normal hot. people are in the human world. I we know. don't see them because they're know. not important. I just, I just want to put that out there.
1: Yeah, so they're <laughs> supposed to be really hot anyways. So you learn know? about Siphon, you learn more about Illyrians, mm-hmm. that they're like kind of like warmongering or like they, they like to fight. Yeah. You learn that none of the inner circle were actually under the mountain because Reese hid
0: them. Yeah, because they were all hiding in Valaris.
1: You learn that Cassie and Azriel are actually bastards and they were raised in the war camp. You learn that
0: Reese's parents were mates. But apparently not very good for each no, other. No, like because he, here's the thing: like, this is where you kind of le- learn more that. Just because you're mates doesn't mean it's actually like a happy match. Yes. Because they kind of have like this this theory that maybe mates are really only meant to, you know, are they're mated because they're going to make a superior offspring. Yes. Yeah, but, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's your love match. The exactly. person you would like, you know, mm-hmm. who you would love the most. So yeah. that's what Reese says. He's like, they were mated, but they weren't very good like they weren't suited for each other really yeah
1: and since his mother was illyrian when reese became a certain age she basically took him to the uh to the war camps to train to train in the illyrian mountains and they basically just spend the night like all sharing stories about pharaohs like listening to all this and then i think this relationship of the inner circle is what tips her over the edge to be like you know what, I'm going to work with you guys. Mm -hmm. So she finally accepts Reese's offer and he's like, woo, great. We start your training tomorrow. Yeah,
0: and then you kind of, it's like a weird sidebar discussion where they're talking about the King of Highburn and how he wants to resurrect Jurian. Yes, and if you remember. If you remember who Jurian is, he was the person who killed Amarantha's sister during that first big war. Yes, And she and... For revenge, Amarantha killed Durian and kept a finger and an eye in her jewelry that she always wore. And then when Amarantha died... That jewelry went missing. So everyone's like, hmm, where did it go? Why does the king of Hybern want to resurrect Durian? We're so confused. I'm also confused because I don't know why he'd think a human would want to help... I don't Him. know. Maybe. Like, why would the King of Highburn think a human would want to help a Fae win a war? I was very, Against humans. I'm not going to lie, when I
1: first read this, I was very confused. I was like, wait, I thought that Jurian fought against the Fae. That's but like, exactly. You so do am like up finding out motives. Oh, they also suspect that the ring is missing
0: because of the adder. A tour. The A took it. Listen, the otter took the it. The A took it back to the king of hybrid. <laughs> yes. Supposedly, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? And to find out all
1: these answers, Reese is like, I have an idea.
0: Let's go to the bone carver.
1: And everyone is like, oh, fuck, the bone carver.
0: But they
1: decide that that's probably like the best course of action. Mm-hmm. So in the next little bit, like, Reese kind of makes a comment saying, like, he would become a monster to protect what he loves. And Feyre Which he kind of already did. Yeah. And Feyre is like, oh, so maybe that's kind of, like, what was was his MO under the mountain? Mm -hmm. Like, was the Reese that I saw under the mountain the real Reese? Or is there more to it?
0: It wasn't the real Reese. Hint, hint.
1: Wink, wink. She has a nightmare. Reese comforts her. Like, he literally, like, full-on holds her hair back while she throws up.
0: And this is where her flame powers manifest. Which is pretty fucking cool. Which I think comes from the autumn court. Yes. It's yeah. from
1: Baron, the, like, High yes. Lord of Autumn. Yeah.
0: So then they finally, the next day, they finally go to this prison, which is where the bone carver yeah. is kept. And you also and find out that this is where
1: Amarantha was? No, or, Amaran. no, Amaran.
0: Amaran. So Amaran was held here in the prison. Yes. Before she was a High Fae, though. Yes. And no one really knows how she got out. Exactly. They just kind of don't ask the question. Yeah, they don't ask the question. I think they ask it later, but not right now. Yeah. But then is kind of like, she kind of gets that claustrophobic vibe again. She's like, if I go in that prison, will I even be able to get out again? Yeah, she gets like and, under the mountain yeah, vibe. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. So she basically is like, I can't,
1: I can't. So they go home and she literally sleeps. Like she doesn't get out of the bed the whole day.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Amarin gives her like a placebo thing right now. She gives her like this amulet. That she says helped her escape the prison, yeah. but let me tell you right now, it was fake. It did nothing. No,
1: she's like, here's this little, here's here's my pearl amulet. You you hold on to it, and you better get out of that prison because I need it back. Yeah, and Fair is like, okay. but
0: essentially she's pulling like a placebo effect right now. Yeah, she. That, that's dead all. Ass gave
1: her a sugar pill.
0: Yeah, so they finally go back to the prison, and they finally go in, and but it's like this. So again, you can't winnow into the prison you have to like you have to like not even just walk you have to scale the mountain yeah so they're literally taking forever to like to climb this mountain up to where the prison entrance is and they have a lot of conversation exactly they're having a lot of conversation during this time and you find out that like when Azrael was younger he was kept in a cell yeah because he was a bastard and i think that the wife, the actual wife of his father, was like really upset mm-hmm. that the husband he, cheated on her. yeah, so
1: she like cheated Azriel really bad. and and keeping this is awful for illyrian children because they have wings, yes, so not. so never he never like,
0: learned to fly because it's normally sad. they learn to fly when they're really young. So he didn't learn to fly. When, until he was much older. older, yeah.
1: Um, she also learns that Moore is the one who, like Reese, kind of lets look after the courts, like especially while he's gone, and she mm-hmm. also looks after the court of nightmares, yeah. Um, and then he also mentions this beautiful tidbit of information, which I love. He says that he would unleash Amryn if all else fails. So if all else fails in the war, he's dead. He doesn't even know how to unleash her, though. No, but he says that that's what he would do. If he could figure it out... Yeah, because
0: again, Amorin is trapped in a high fae body, but that's not what she actually looks like, essentially. So after their beautiful conversation... They they finally get into the
1: prison. And they go up to this... So the door is made of bones. And they bring the bone carver a gift, and the gift that they give him is the piece of bone that Feyre used to kill the worm.
0: Yeah, and basically, like... They even said before that the bone carver wouldn't be interested in speaking to anyone but Feyre because she would have information that, like, he doesn't know. Yeah. Because he's kind of, like, this all-knowing being, essentially. Yeah, he loves, like, information. Yeah. He so, just loves to gossip. Yeah, so basically, and another thing that you find out is the bone carver will appear differently to each person. So yes. the way I would see it is not the same way you would see him. Yes.
1: And I then, hope that I would see Orlando Bloom, a the Lord of the Rings.
0: I mean that's a nice sentiment but I don't think the bone carver would be you know would give you what you want to see. Fuck.
1: Well a girl can
0: try. (laughs) But yeah so they go in and oh um they do this like
1: thing again like more question for question and Mm -hmm. like the bone carver goes fucking off. He's like how is it like to die? What is it like when you die?
0: He He basically wanted to know if there was like a heaven, essentially. Like, what happens yeah. after you he die? You want to know, like, the meaning of life. Yeah, and Fira was like, I don't know. I was dead for, like, three seconds. I saw nothing. Yeah, and
1: Reese is like, all right, slow your old bone
0: carver. You've asked way too many questions. It's her turn now. Yeah, so then Fira is basically getting all this information from... Because they want to learn, basically, what the King of Highburn is up to. And basically you find out that he's looking for the cauldron.
1: Yes. So remember that like all creation was like, it came from this cauldron. So yes. that's what he's looking for. So the
0: cauldron basically can resurrect people. Mm-hmm. So clearly he's looking for the cauldron in order to mm-hmm. resurrect Durian. Well, that's just part of the reason he wants the cauldron. Yes. But they don't know where it is. So what happened when they when the, the cauldron was first hidden, um, they cut the feet off the cauldron the cauldron had three feet
1: yes and you need and the whole cauldron together for it to work
0: for it to be the it's most powerful you yes. need it to be all in one piece with mm-hmm. its feet so they thought that if because you can't break the cauldron either because if you break the cauldron completely You're fucked. the whole world would end because yeah. again all power comes from all beings come from this cauldron yes so they thought that you know a way to maybe at least diminish the cauldron's power mm-hmm. would to be would to be to cut the feet off yeah so way back when before they hit the cauldron they cut the feet off and each foot was sent to a different temple, temple for the priestesses to watch over it and then they held the they hid the cauldron on in some lake i don't know mm-hmm. but then he find then he tells them that like what three temples the feet were and you realize the feet that those were, were the, hidden
1: and those were the priestess
0: temples that were being sacked Yes
1: and Reese knows that the King of Hybern has the cauldron and the well bone... because of
0: that he's like if he has the feet, he must have the cauldron exactly
1: And then the bone carver also mentions that the cauldron could shatter the wall. So again another reason why the king of Hybern wants to put it all together yes
0: it's like all this power he'd be able to
1: wield yeah and they're like, well, what the fuck how are we going to stop this mm-hmm. and the bone carver tells them about the book of breathings
0: yeah the book of the breathing and basically it's like this book that can not only be used to, you know, wield uh, wield the power of the cauldron, you can but can also be it. used to nullify the power of the mm-hmm. cauldron. But it can't be just read by anyone. And apparently, Feyre can read it. Feyre can read it because she's like a you know one of those beings. Like of, she's made. She's made, and as the cauldron was made, yeah. Then that way, I don't understand the logic, but but you also
1: find out that the Book of Breathings was split into two, so one of them is in the summer court, Yes, and the other half is with the mortal queens, Mm -hmm. so that that problem, tidbit. So they leave the Bone Carver with all this information, and you find out that Feyre saw the Bone Carver as a little boy with black hair, weird.
0: And blue eye, or... Blue, blueish know, solar like violet eyes
1: and that reese saw the bone carver as durian which is like what the fuck how did he know we were coming to talk about durian but again the bone carver kind of knows everything i feel like he'd be best friends with the surreal him and the cereal get together. Just, they just spill all the tea. They spill all the tea. So yeah, they eventually go back and they tell the inner circle. And Reese does not trust anyone else with this information. Like he doesn't let Azriel contact people in the summer court to find out about the book. He's like, no, the book needs to be tracked by Feyre. And how we're going to test her tracking powers is we're going to bring her to the weaver. And she's like, What's what the, the weaver? fuck? And he's like, don't worry, we will talk about that.
0: He also makes Feyre his, like, emissary to,
1: like, the mortal realm. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, hey, why don't we host the mortal queens at your family's estate? And she's like, fine. So now we're back and they're going to the weaver. And Reese is like, listen, there is an object in the weaver's house. And it
0: has my mark on it. My energy.
1: Yeah. You are going to find it. But and track it and bring it out. Make sure you do not make a sound. Because the weaver will literally kill you, and if you make a sound, she'll hear you and she'll eat you or whatever. Because she's blind and all her other senses are hiding. And there's this really cute part where she's like, "What?" So I'm your fair accessory. She's like, "What?" So I'm your huntress and your thief. And he goes, "You are my salvation." And I was oof. like, "Ooh, love you." I got a little tingle at my Like, spine. how do
0: you not in love with him already? So
1: while they're walking towards like the weaver cottage or whatever, like. Reese makes this joke about, like, Cassian wanting to, like, have sex with Feyre. Mm -hmm. And this starts off this, like, weird trend of, like, them talking about Feyre having sex with other guys. But it's this weird, like, charged conversation where I'm pretty sure Reese is the one who wants to bone her. Obviously he wants to. He 100% wants to. But they keep talking about – anyways. So he's like, oh, like, maybe Cassian can get rid of your, like, tension or whatever. And she's like, okay, fine. And they – end up at the weaver's house and she goes inside and it's super fucking creepy
0: yeah so basically the weaver is singing some weird song she kind of looks like the grudge that's what i have in my head like the ring girl no i'm, not, I'm not, that's not what i was picturing really i was picturing someone who looked like creepily beautiful oh oh wait no i think they do mention that she's the weaver looks young right yeah like no i don't know if she necessarily looks young but like I think she is supposed to be weirdly beautiful. Yeah. So I'm picturing someone who like is beautiful but creepy. All right. Fair enough. I said that three times now, but anyways. Beautiful case, but creepy. Beautiful <laughs> but creepy. Um. And so she's singing and, you know, there's basically like this cottage is full of, Things. like it's a horror like, cottage exactly and so basically she's like feeling around trying to like feeling around yeah like not she, physically she's not, like, like like with spider her senses you know exactly like her spider senses are tingling right now exactly she's trying to feel what the object is because the Reese didn't even tell her what the object was no he was just like hmm, good luck Yeah, so she finally feels Reese's energy, and it brings her to, like, this ring. Yes. And she's like, what the F? You wanted me to get you a ring? She's like, all right, it is what it is. Yeah, but the minute she, like, touches the ring, the weaver stops singing because clearly she notices that someone is in the house. And the weaver is fucking pissed. Yeah, so basically, Farah like, wanted to, like, backtrack out of the door she came, but the door like, slam shut. Yeah. So she's, like, trapped inside this house, and she doesn't know how to get out. And so the weaver is blind, right? But, like, she can still, like, smell you, if you will. And, like, yeah, her other senses are great. Yeah. So is like, okay, well, there's no literally no way out of here except the chimney. Mm-hmm. So she decides, okay, I'm going to climb the ch- chimney. So she starts to climb the chimney, and, like, the weaver figures out she started to climb the chimney, and she's, like, peering through the chimney. Farrah's throwing bricks at the weaver. It's, like, a mess. And she even says that, like the chimney feels weird yeah like like, it has like an oily grimy feeling to it and eventually when she does get out of the chimney
1: she notices that the roof is made out of hair yeah gross So you can assume that like the weaver's cottage is made out of like
0: dead people human skins
1: yeah gross like
0: gross but like when she finally gets out she gets and she finds Reese who's like waiting in a tree for her (laughs) (laughs) she's so pissed she's like you sent me in there for what to get a ring? Like, are you fucking crying? I almost died, bro. Yeah. And he alludes to the
1: fact that, like, this was, like, a test for her to master her panic. And Farah at this point, she's like, fuck, fine. Will Cassian train me? Mm-hmm. So this is a very, like, trial by fire way of him, like, trying to help her. But I don't know. I guess it's fucking working out. And she ends up finding out that the ring is actually Reese's mother's ring. Mm-hmm. And she's like she gave your, like, how did the ring end up here? Like, did your mother not just give it to yeah, you? Yeah, and
0: then he's like, well, she did give it to me. And she but took then, it back. Then she took it back because she didn't want me to waste it. Yes. So
1: she, wing, the wing. weaver
0: was actually protecting it for me. Allegedly. Like, safekeeping it for me. Which is insane. I mean, like,
1: get a vault like the rest of us. Like, safety deposit honestly. box. So, yeah, she decides to train with Cassian physically, and she's going to train her mind with Reese. Mm-hmm. And then – They do this like little exercise where like Reese lets her into his mind and shuts the door of his mind, and she sees this scene play out where like Ianthe is trying to like seduce Reese, and apparently she does this a lot. Like she like seduces like the men in the court like kind of like against their will, like Mm -hmm. essentially like molesting. Like that's how I read it. That she like is inappropriate with the men in the court. And he gets so mad that she actually crushes. He crushes her hand and says, "You will not touch." another male without his consent and then that's kind of why you're like oh that's why ianthi like ran away from him
0: but then more you know there's basically just tons of conversations that are happening right now and like more tells pharaoh about the court of nightmares which is like viewed as his like, actual throne like that's where he technically is supposed to reside yeah. like when that's people think about the night court they think of the court of nightmares yes. because his inner circle in 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 the city of Valaris itself doesn't exist to anyone else yes. so everyone thinks that the court of nightmares is like the real yeah the real place where he resides but basically she tells uh, is telling pharah that the women of that of the court of nightmares are prized for their virginity mm-hmm. and basically they're sold, sold to the highest bidder yeah for their virginity card and because she card. was so
1: powerful that like when her when she like matured or whatever like she was up for like a really high sum but eventually she escaped with the help of like Reese and Cassian Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really go too in depth with the story but she basically tells Farah like don't let the hard days win like you're like don't let the hard days get you down like Mm -hmm. keep going no matter how shitty it is and this is one thing I love about the inner circle they really do like maybe not in depth but they talk about their trauma and they talk about like Things are fucking shitty and shitty fucking things happen, but you have to keep going in life. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And then we get the part where they go back to the human realm. Cause again, they're thinking that it's a good idea to host the mortal queens mm-hmm. in Feyre's family's estate. Yeah. But they need to ask Nesta and Elaine for their permission because like they live there. And Nesta's because like- Yes, because the part that we haven't talked about yet is like the mortal queen have the other half of the Book of the Breathing, but it must be given freely. Yes. Because it's hidden in a place in their kingdom where if you try to steal it- The book will melt. The book would literally melt into nothing. Yeah. So the, the, it has like a special spell on it. Mm-hmm. So the queens have to get give it to you freely. So they're like, okay, hey, we need to meet the queens. We need to convince them to give us the book of the... They're a part of the book of the breathing. So they're like, let's set up a meeting in Feyre's house. So they go there and they're like, her sisters are there and she explains the plan to them with the mortal queens. And she's like, we need your help. And Nesta's like... Fuck no. Essentially.
1: But Elaine is like... Listen. Let's help her. She's done so much mm. for us in life. Whatever. So Nesta like begrudgingly agrees.
0: But like um, the, part of the reason why Nesta says no is because Elaine is getting married yes. to this guy from a family who literally despises Faye. Yes. Like he hates them at all. Like like so much. So she's afraid for Elaine that if this guy finds out that they're helping Faye, that she'll like you know that he'll break off the marriage, the to or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so she's. Like- that's part of the reason why she says, no, she doesn't want to get, she doesn't want Elaine to get involved, essentially. Yeah.
1: And Nesta's stipulation is like, fine, we'll do this, but you have to send the servants away. Yeah. So they send the servants away and they kind of like get to work. And then is like, hey, do you want to meet everyone? So the boys come in. So it's Reese, Az, and Cassian. And they meet the sisters. And obviously it's a little chilly because Nesta is not necessarily the friendliest person. She's just person. being a bitch. And Elaine is like trying her best to be really, really nice, but it's not working so mm-hmm. much. Nesta's being like a butt and is essentially glaring daggers at Feyre and Cassian is glaring at Nesta and Nesta's like why the fuck like what are you looking at and Cassian is like I'm essentially looking at the person who let her 14 year old sister walk into the woods near the wall put her life in danger to put food on your table and you know she died for me and my people the least you could do is like show her a little bit of respect so Nessa's like oh fuck so they basically like end off that argument Cassian and Nessa do not like each other and they decide to write like letters to the mortal queens and they go like fucking mail them Nessa goes
0: to like mail them and stuff and then while they're still in like the mortal lands yeah Reese and Feyre go to like train in mm-hmm. like the forest essentially, and he's like being annoying and distracting, and so she's, she's like, like, "Leave." Yeah, like I'll just practice in private or whatever. And then the Ator shows up. Yes,
1: he literally like drops out of the sky and like grabs her and is like, "Don't say anything." Mm-hmm. Obviously, Reese immediately steps in, and you find out that the King of Hybern sends the Adder to get Feyre,
0: mm-hmm. and um. But then you kind of find out that Reese kind of knew that the Ator was coming or something. Yeah, he knew that
1: someone was tracking Feyre. He, yeah,
0: and he used her as bait, and that's why he brought her to the forest.
1: But he's mad at her because when the atour popped up, she literally, like, went limp. Like, she stopped fighting. And he's,
0: like, shaking her, and he's like, why did you stop fighting? Like, what's wrong with you? And she got mad, though, that he used her as bait, too. Mm-hmm. And so the, she got so mad that she, like, winnows, which yeah. is something she's never done. She didn't know she could do. Mm-hmm. Because winnowing is, like, a very it's like elite power powerful. and only like the like the most powerful fake can do it mm-hmm. so like low-key she's awesome
1: and he was like super fucking impressed and she's super mad at him he apologizes and he's kind of like all right let's go home and she makes this comment that really gets him in his feels because she says "Valaris is at my home and reese is like
0: oh, yeah so that fucking hurt yeah but like Azrael had taken the adder yeah oh god i said it the way you said <gasps> it. no it's a tour fuck <laughs> Anyway, so they take the Ator and they like interrogate the Ator, mm-hmm. and basically he, the the Ator basically tells them that he that everyone knows that Reese took Feyre from Tamlin, mm-hmm. and that he basically tries to convince Reese to work with the King of Hybern. He was like,
1: "Oh, the King. If you really want her, like you know, work with the King of Hybern, we can make that happen." Mm-hmm. And he alludes to the fact that like Tamlin may cause a. Situation as in like start a war over Feyre. Yeah, very dramatic. But then
0: they're like they let her, they let the Ator leave, um, as like a warning. To yeah, the, like
1: bring back this information to the kingdom. Yeah,
0: like we're watching you. You know, we know what your plan is essentially. But like they should have just panicked. Well, no, oh. they should have just killed the the Ator.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, like, what, what would happen? Just fucking kill him. Yeah, like, you don't you need like, to
0: send a warning sign. No, like, just kill him. There's already going to be a war. He's going to be a problem later. Should,
1: uh, anyways. And, spoiler alert, he yeah. has a problem later. But
0: when, when Reese tells Feyre all this information, she kind of, like, feels bad and is, like, worried that Tamlin is going to start a war over her. So she basically writes him a letter that says, you know, I left of my own accord Stop trying to come look for me. Yeah, like don't look for me. I'm like, exactly where I want I'm to be. I'm exactly where I want to be. Yes, exactly. Like I left of my own free will. Like leave me alone. don't look. But then they also plan to go to the summer court because for the they, other, half, for of the other half of the of the Book of the Breathing. And they make that plan. I think he sends like a request to the summer court because yeah. you can't just go into other people's land apparently that's like bad you need to request you need to like send a formal letter and yes be like, so he hey, sends a request over? and they're waiting for the high lord of the summer court to respond
1: and while they're waiting they all go on the town and they're all like basically talking and like Farah asks like hey when's the tithe coming up and everyone's like we don't do tithes here like that's, that's fucking dumb. dumb and again she's like wow the court of night is so different and then she also finds out Amran lied about the amulet yeah it, it was, was, just, it a was just a placebo um so they have like a really good time out and she just notices that like everyone fucking loves Reese like all the shopkeepers are as you should I mean tbh I don't see anything wrong with that like the shopkeepers talk to him no one like bows when he comes Mm -hmm. like everyone's just like really chill and she and that's so different for her um so everyone goes out dancing but him and Feyre decide to like walk home and she kind of like presses him like why were you never married or like whatever and he says like yeah I never married never found the right woman that could like kind of like deal with the shit that I have to deal with because anyone that I married would have this like huge target on their back mm-hmm. basically and he also kind of spills the beans and alludes to the fact that there's a love triangle between like more Cassian and Azriel, or there was a situation involving the three of them and then there's this part who she's walking around and she hears this music And the music is, like, intricate and, like, really familiar. And it dawns on her that when she was under the mountain in the cell and she heard music, it wasn't Tamlin who sent it to her. It was Reese who sent it to her.
0: Yes. Because he didn't know
1: any other way to, like, help her, keep her going. And she's like, oh, maybe you're not such a bad person after all. And they end off the night while she's in her bedroom. They start to send each other these, like, notes like that disappear like you write them and then they disappear and then the person writes you back and it disappears Mm -hmm. and they're writing each other these like super flirty notes where she's like
0: spicy notes
1: super spicy she's like oh go and lick your wounds and he's like i wish you would lick them and she goes where would you like me to lick and he's like i'd start with everywhere but i can be specific if you want and at this point i was sweating (laughs)
0: like who talks like this
1: But okay See, this requires, like, wittiness requires, like, a certain level of intelligence, which I feel like I don't possess. Like, I'm that bitch that will have an argument, and then, like, six hours later, I'm in the shower crying about the argument because, you know, I cry when I get mad thinking about the perfect line that could have ended the argument that i didn't say at the time because that's the that's the level i've got here
0: but literally <laughs> like this level of flirtation does not happen in real life
1: no but it's so hot people
0: don't talk like this they're it's, not they're not like lick me anywhere please but it's unless you do in which case please let us know if you've had a flirty conversation like this like this is i don't i don't know no nope. this is this is basically like a version that- of sexting yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, literally. Yeah, except it's, it's way
1: fancier in calligraphy.
0: With, yeah, with pretty writing and notes that disappear every two seconds. Love that. With a guy with wings. So. Yeah, but then she starts <laughs> training with Cassian. Oh, yes. And this is when, you know, another, like, kind of sad moment happens. Yeah. They're, like, talking to each other. And, like, he brings up, you know, asking her about the fact Did, that leaving the spring court... For good. Like, how does that make you feel? You've left the spring court for good. And then she's kind of, like... Pissed that he kind of asked for that. Yeah, she's like, it's one of your business. She asks him a very personal question, and she's like, Well, what about more? Like, tell me about your like little love triangle going on there.
1: So, like, after this, they start like training like super, super hard. And I guess like she has like this cathartic like breakdown at the end of training, and she's crying because she killed them. Them being the innocent Faye that she had to stab in the Mm. heart under the mountain. And while she's crying, who comes in to comfort her? Reese. He comes in. And she's, like, crying and he – and she says, like, I'm sorry about your family. She, like, apologizes for that for some reason. She's just crying and apologizing about a bunch of things. And then he also says to her, like, he hates that he couldn't find a way to spare her from what happened under the mountain. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, when I read this, I was like, oh, my God, this is so, so fucking sad. I can't deal with it
0: so basically after she has this meltdown and Reese tries to like comfort her and make her feel better because you know he's the best literally she continues to like her training with Cass and Reese Mm -hmm. um and she's kind of like wondering you know Reese is like this hot piece of ass why has he never taken like a lover yeah
1: like throughout this like throughout these like Chapters in part, she's like really starting to wonder, like, if he's so amazing, like, why isn't he taking over Like, like what's wrong he, with him? What's wrong with him? Like, nothing. She's, she's really nothing.
0: concerned about his love life mm-hmm. for some reason. She's I like, wonder, I can fix that. I wonder why, yeah. Feyra. And then, um I guess they get notification from Summer Court that they're allowed to visit. Yeah, they're like, yeah, come on. And then. so he he tells his inner circle that it's going to be him, Farah and Amrin going to the Summer Court, and this is kind of funny because Cassian's like i want to come yeah why can't i come and they basically allude to the fact that like cassian's not allowed in the summer court anymore because he like burned down a building or something way and back when
1: it's such cassian energy yeah i know? love like, that such chaotic like you can't come because you fucking wrecked a building last time i love there. it we can't take you anywhere yeah. and i love him yeah um then they have this like Kind of cute conversation where like, like Reese
0: and Farah, yeah,
1: they're like getting ready to go to the summer court or whatever. And then, uh, like, Farah makes this offhand a comment being like, Don't high lords have better things to do than send notes in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. And Reese is like, Well, I do have better things to do, but like, you know, you're just so enamored with me. And then she kind of shoots back with, like You haven't been able to stay away from me since Cal and Mai. And I'm like, Honestly, true, he hasn't.
0: And Cal and Mai is where we got the famous You Lost Baby Girl, you Lost baby. baby
1: Girl. Listen, yeah. he had her at. You lost baby girl? Literally. It was all downhill from there. Yeah,
0: So yeah, well, however you want to look at it. Yeah. But so they finally go, the three of them finally go to the summer court and they go to a specific city in the summer court Summer court called Adriata. I said Adriata. Adriata. I think Adriata Ad- Adri- Ad- sounds better. I'll go oh, with that one. Are we agreeing on pronunciation? I think we are. Mark this moment, everyone. So they go to Adriata and they meet the high Lord Ad- whose Ad- name's Ad- 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 Tarquin. And he's super hot. Because again, there are no ugly people. No, apparently not. Prithian, they no. just don't exist. Um, and then you also meet the princess of Adriata, which is Crusader, Crusader and her brother, who's the prince. Varian. Varian.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then like Feyre and Tarquin are getting like super flirty because like one thing to note is like Tarquin
1: is considered very young for he's a like he's yeah. 80 he's like which, which is a like basically a baby a, he's
0: considered young for a high lord specifically yes
1: so like they're getting like really flirty and like really friendly and whatever and they
0: talk about the coming war and basically Tarquin's kind of like you know the summer court is on you know your side if it's the king of Highburn if, if it's the king of Highburn fighting, he's, he's like not interested in fighting in a war that started by, like, Tamlin. Yeah. Because he's, like, a, you know, a war that's Tamlin versus Reese because of Feyre. Yeah. Like, he's not interested in that war. He's
1: like, I'm not fighting in a war of lovers because Crusader basically says, like, Feyre, you're technically still Tamlin. So if Tamlin yeah. were to, like, knock on our door and be like, hey, you have to give Feyre back, like, we would have to follow it.
0: Yeah. But he's, he's like, if it comes to a war where, like, the king of Hibern is threatening to destroy prithian and the humans like we're on your side and i kind of get this vibe that like tarquin is low-key obsessed with reese do you get that vibe i feel like he he wants like this bromance to occur yes
1: he looks at reese like with this like ooh, i kind of love you like almost like i want to be your brother like i want to be your best friend literally let's be
0: friends i like reese also kind of reciprocates he's kind of like i want to be friends with this guy reese mentions
1: he's like you know, they 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 are there to find the half of the Book of Breathings. But they don't want to make enemies of the Summer yeah, court because is, he likes them so much. Yeah, Reese is like, I like Tarquin because he sees Tarquin as like a dreamer that like dreams of a better world for exactly, everyone. And exactly. that really resonates with mm-hmm. Reese. So again, this like starts off an offhanded conversation where Reese is like, well, I want you to do what you can to get the book without making enemies. And then Farrah makes this comment about Tarquin and goes, so if I fucked him for it. What would you say and he's kind of like like i said you can do what you want if you wanted to ride him but he's like please don't do it <laughs> yes like in keep, his mind he's like don't they keep like awkwardly having this conversation about fear having sex with other people and clearly reese is upset about it because now they're starting to
0: squabble like they're starting to like bicker. yes there's a lot of sexual tension and yeah. it's been building someone needs to break it or i will but anyways but same- she also says that she would go back to Tamlin yeah if a war broke out because of her she's like i don't want anyone to get like in a war or to lose their lives over me like that's not worth it
1: she basically plays like martyr at this point which Mm. is i guess a noble thing for her to do she's like i'm not gonna let you guys fight over me like if it comes to that i'll just go back to him and like live a miserable life
0: exactly and then i think that there's this little party that's happening on a boat yeah and while they're doing this this, Farah is like flirting with tarquin and just kind of like she's hoping that you know but she's trying to figure out where he's hid this book mm-hmm. and she's like oh maybe it's hidden with all their like secret treasure because like the summer court has like jewels and treasure yeah. and like so all she this. like flirts with him and she's like oh you know it'd be so cool to see i think she the way she just she convinces him is like she says that my dad is a trader of like jewels and stuff like he's a merchant yeah so i'd love to see yours to and like compare because like- i have like an eye for this stuff and he's like Sure, because, you know, you're hot and I'll do what you say. You're hot, I'm hot, let's go look yeah. at my jewelry. And he, they basically have, like, this conversation where she says to him, you know, I think it would be really easy to love you. And Tarquin
1: is like, I'm blushing. But while they're having this conversation, Reese is, like, also in, in another part of the room, like, across the room with yeah. Crusader.
0: Flirting with Crusader. And
1: Farah is, like, looking at them and she's like, ugh, I Jealous. hate them. And when she comes back from that conversation with Tarquin... Crusada and Reese are gone. And favor mm-hmm. automatically assumes. She's like, well, they went to fuck. That's it. There's no other explanation. And favor is like, boo, I am jealous. And she says, I'm not jealous of, like, Crusada and Reese specifically. I'm just jealous because I'm lonely. And I'm like... And she wants companionship and that's
0: not all she wants and i'm like
1: sure girl you want reese's piece exactly okay you exactly want what she reese's wants pieces. she wants
0: it but so tarquin the next day takes her to see all these jewels yes and she's trying to you know use her spidey senses to like see if she can feel this like a book yeah and she can't she's feeling nothing she's not because it's not hidden with all these jewels mm-hmm. but you know they're flirting a lot while they're showing you while Tarquin's showing him all these jewels and stuff and he basically gifts her like these neck like this rare necklace of like, of, like black, black diamonds.
1: diamonds saying like oh it would look beautiful on you at the night court yeah essentially yeah and he says to her like it would also be easy to love you and he also says like he really respects Reese and stuff. And now she starts feeling guilty because she's like, oh my fucking God, I'm lying to this
0: guy. And he's so nice. And he, she tells him the truth about Tamlin. Yeah, he asks. He's like, is it true that you, like the reason why you left mm-hmm. the spring court was because
1: Tamlin locked you up? And she says yes. And then he's like, are you staying like at the night court of your own free will kind of thing? And
0: she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And he basically says, he's like, well, if Tamlin asks if you're here, I'll say,
1: yeah, you aren't. So now they're like friends and she feels guilty as fuck. Mm-hmm um then when she gets back Reese is like in her room no is Reese in her room at this point yeah and I think he's like
0: drinking scotch or I don't he's know and he's so up he is shit. so mad about Farah flirting with Tarquin I mean he's low-key jealous he's so jealous and he, she's basically like well how about you like you were
1: flirting with Crusader. And he's like, well, I didn't take her to bed if that's what you think. And they have this argument. And then... Because he's s- jealous as balls. And he says this thing where he's like, I heard what you said to him about him being easy to love. And he's jealous because... She's, again,
0: he's not jealous because of Tarquin and Feyre. He's Well, he's jealous that Feyre smiled at Tarquin yeah he's all in his feels
1: because Farah smiled at Tarquin
0: because she didn't smile at him and like, I'm like can you be even like any more like can obvious? you yeah like stop being so obsessed with her okay like it's, you're making literally you know, this... stop
1: being so obsessed. yeah and
0: then you get the famous quote it's of like, the book to the start
1: actually let me find this quote because it's actually really cute
0: it's like on all the bookmarks and all the things
1: yeah Oh, here we go. It says to the people who look at the stars and wish Reese, and then he goes to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered. And that's like that yeah, famous. That's like
0: the famous quote from of the book. Acomaf. Yeah. So then they still haven't found this book, and that's the whole reason why they're there. And she's like, where the fuck is this?" But book then be? when she's she she I think she at one point walks in the town of. The town that's not on the island, because the, the Adriata is like a little island or something. Something like that. And then so she walks in like the mainland town. Seeing if she could like feel something. Yeah, and then while she's walking around on like the like the boardwalk beside the sea, she noticed a small piece of land in the middle of the water, and it's like this really, it has like this small building, and sometimes like the tide submerges it, so it's only seen at certain points of the day yeah because the rest of the day it's covered by water so she makes a point to ask tarquin about it oh i'd
1: love to go see it and he's like
0: it's temple ruins like and she enters when she asks him she enters his mind using her like powers yeah and he basically she basically sees that he's being like squirmish about like he's really trying to avoid bringing her there and she's like that's That's exactly where it's
1: Hidden. So she goes and she's talking to Amarin and Reese, and like they can't winnow there or whatever. So Reese is basically just going to fly them over at night mm-hmm. and drop them. So they spend the day observing the guards. And then that night, Reese drops Amarin and Pharaoh into that like temple ruins, whatever. Yeah. And Pharaoh is like, okay, I can feel something is mm-hmm. here. So she's walking through the temple. There's fucking mud, whatever. She and gets then she like door. feels
0: that there's like this door under the mud. I think they have to dig the mud yeah. off from the door. And it's like this lead door and it's sealed and she has to use her like powers or like essence of Tarquin that she has mm-hmm. to open it and she kind of I don't even know what she said she says like I am Tarquin like yield to me or something I sh- am
1: like the sea and the water yeah and here. it
0: listens to her yeah. so it opens and so they go down these steps into like these other like room. S- other room and then they find like this other small box and clearly this must be where the book it's in the box because right? now her
1: spider senses are going like
0: wild yes so she needs like this box to open yes to get the book yes and she's like okay i am the high lord open for me and it's like it like talks back to her and, and it's, it's like lying. liar and the door and the door slam shut and they're stuck and that's where we're ending today's episode <laughs>
1: cliffhanger what happens next cliffhanger it's actually such a good cliffhanger i remember reading this i was like oh my fucking god they're fucking stuck but that is the first bit of akamath not gonna lie this was like a pretty plot heavy part of the book
0: super plot heavy not a lot of juicy things happen like a lot of fun stuff wait until next episode all the fun stuff happens next episode Chapter 55 chapter 42 chapter 54 chapter 48
1: exactly So much good stuff. So we're really excited for that. So tune in next week for that
0: episode. But if you're still here, hello. Thank you. Thank you for staying. We're going to spend an extra little minute describing what our giveaway is and how you can enter to be a part of it. So to thank everyone for being literally so supportive because
1: we did not think this
0: would happen at all.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, There is this really great Etsy shop and it's by this Canadian woman. She lives in Alberta and her name is Megan Alessio. And she makes these beautiful resin um botanical bookmarks kat and i will probably like post a picture on like twitter or like maybe we'll make a TikTok video or something about it i'm not sure um to show you what they look like but in the description of the episode you will find a link to a google form and if you fill the form out with your name and your email
0: you are entered into our giveaway yes and so you have until August second to enter, mm-hmm. um, and then we will announce our winner during the August fifth episode. Yeah, so it's you've got a little bit less than two weeks to enter.
1: We're not sure how many bookmarks we're giving out yet. Um, Megan Alessio was really kind enough to like. She said send us a bundle of bookmarks, so I don't I don't know where we're getting, but it's going to be really cute, and we're really excited to do a giveaway. So please enter. That would be great. We'll do. We'll tweet about it, and we'll put the. Um,
0: the the google form link in our
1: description yes of this episode yes so you will have it um but that is our giveaway we hope people enter so you guys can get some really really cute bookmarks they're truly beautiful Mm -hmm. she does like an amazing job and they're like handmade it's gorgeous but yeah other than
0: that other than
1: that thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening thanks for tuning in subscribe it really helps us out if you subscribe and if you leave, um, like, a comment or a review. That would be nice. Truly, it helps us We love us it. Out we so cry much.
0: every single time we see yeah. a new
1: one. Plus, if you want us to cry happy tears instead of, like, angry tears, like, you know, help, help some girls out. And
0: <laughs> leave us a review.
1: Subscribe to us on Twitter. Watch our TikToks. We love you.
0: We love all of you. Yes, Thanks we- for listening. And tune in next time to Two book, book Bitches. Bye.